I wanted to read this little short story that I received on my graduation day in 2014. This was printed off by my dad. I don't know who the people are in this story, but it says at the top, graduation day, October 1st, 1999. A young man was getting ready to graduate from college. For many months, he had admired a beautiful sports car in a dealer's showroom, and knowing his father could well afford it, he told him that was all he wanted. As graduation day approached, the young man awaited signs that his father had purchased the car. Finally, on the morning of his graduation, his father called him into his private study. His father told him how proud he was to have such a fine son and told him how much he loved him. He handed his son a beautiful wrapped gift box. Curious but somewhat disappointed, the young man opened the box and found a lovely leather-bound Bible with the young man's name embossed in gold. Angrily, he raised his voice to his father and said, With all your money you give me a Bible? And stormed out of the house, leaving the Bible. Many years passed, and the young man was very successful in business. He had a beautiful home and wonderful family, but realized his father was very old and thought perhaps he should go to him. He had not seen him since that graduation day. Before he could make arrangements, he received a telegram telling him his father had passed away and willed all of his possessions to his son. He needed to come home immediately and take care of things. When he arrived at his father's house, sudden sadness and regret filled his heart. He began to search through his father's important papers and saw the still new Bible just as he had left it years ago. With tears, he opened the Bible and began to turn the pages. His father had carefully underlined a verse. Matthew 7:11. And if ye, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father, which is in heaven, give to those who ask him? As he read those words, a car key dropped from the back of the Bible. It had a tag with the dealer's name, the same dealer who had the sports car he had desired. On the tag was the day of his graduation and the words paid in full. How many times do we miss God's blessings because they are not packaged as we expected? Author unknown, sent in by Karen McGriff, Texas. So, this is how things may never be as they seem. And this is true in life. Just because you are facing difficulties, just because you are going through tough times, tribulations, tests that the Satan is throwing at you, or maybe that God puts you in a difficult situation because he's testing your faith. He wants to see if you can make it to the other side. God has put me through um, on my graduation day in 2014. I have been faced with many tribulations and that were sent, that were, you know, from the devil. But most of them were my own doings, meaning that I like to drink and party and go to parties and beer pong parties so I put myself in situations that wasn't so good and I got the bad consequences of the decisions I made and it affected my life and if I would have you know I was still I was still immature I was 16 18 when I graduated but I was not following the right path and I had no idea that Decisions affect your whole life. Decisions affect your future. Decisions can affect you and your family and your friends. 
So just because you're going through something, don't think that you're the only one going through that because God went through the same thing you're dealing with. Others have went through the same thing you're dealing with. That's why it's important that you listen. To me, um, I had really had no help. I had friends, but they were, each of my friends were trying to figure out who they, who they were, who they wanted to be, and they were, my friends had other similar or worse situations, and they were trying to figure out what and how they could get away from all these situations and decisions, and they made bad decisions too, so no one's perfect. But as you grow older, and as I grew older, I matured more with age, and I am 25 years old, but I'm still maturing. And to me, I've had people tell me that I act like I'm in my 30s because the decisions I make and everything. And also, let me back up, age difference does not mean anything when it comes to immaturity or maturity because there's 40 year old people there's 50 year old people there's 80 year old people still partying still drinking still doing drugs and still doing stuff and they they know the consequences of their decisions and some of them may not know that's why you need to love everybody that's why you need to make sure to help everybody if they will help themselves. If they don't help themselves, then it's okay not to help them as much until they learn to grow in that area of their life. So when I graduated, I'm like, oh, life's a party. No, life is not a party. Yes, you only live once, but you might as well drink it up. No, that's not a motto, a good motto to live by. You only live once and you need to do work for God. And I had a tough time, tough childhood, but I soon realized that life, things in life are never as they seem. And I also realized that my decisions did affect my future. So I had to make sure to... I had to make sure that every day, I went through every day making sure that every decision I made was not going to end up the next day being a bad day or um, like this book I have from Lori Copeland, God's Will is Prosperity. You know, I thought prosperity was only money and wealth and increase and promotion, and it's not. It Prosperity is wealth. It's health. It's God's goodwill to you, meaning you can have anything you want. It doesn't just mean money. It means you can be, you're supposed to be healthy. God's will is health. God's will is eating the good of the land. God's will is your family being prospering and financially, socially, and relationally. So that's what that's what I had problems with. I had problems with 
not knowing that the decisions I made. And as growing up in with family and stuff, and especially going to church, no one ever taught me that decisions affect your life two days from now. Decisions that you make, that you make personally, and just, yes, decisions that other people's make for you really affect you. And that's why you need to be in control and God needs to be in control of your life. And I didn't know that prayers worked. I didn't know that confessing God's word, praying scriptures out of the Bible will help you. be protected help you get wealthy help you get healthy and I didn't know that God's I mean I knew that God was power I knew that God was love but I did not know understand why God's biblical scriptures were powerful I didn't understand that so I didn't understand everything decision I made whether good or bad was affecting my life I had no idea it was even um, all the bad decisions I make about, made about drinking and sleeping around and sleeping with guys because everybody, everybody's done it. And I'm not afraid to voice my opinion and I'm not afraid to um, tell my life story and share my life story with everybody because everybody's been through the same things or worse. You know, I had abusive childhood growing up. So everyone has been through things so just because you're thinking that you're, oh my goodness, you know, that's why that you need to, um, if you're think, and you, for one thing, you need to get your thoughts aligned in God's word. So if you have, like me, I continually grew up having bad and negative thoughts because that's all I could think about being abused verbally and emotionally and mentally. I did not know that God could give you a sound mind, God could give you power, and God could give you love. I had no, well, I knew that God could give you love, but I did not know how powerful and how mighty God was, that he could give me so much love that I didn't need anything else, and I don't need anything else. I'm living life fine, and that's why I'm sharing with you guys. I want you guys to be aware of how how powerful God is, how powerful your decisions are, how powerful the consequences are when you make bad decisions and continue to make bad decisions. So say if you're a person who loves drinking like I did and you're, you're addicted to it or you're addicted to pornography or if you're addicted to um, sugar or sex like I was. So... If you continue to go after sleeping with guys, if you continue to go after drinking and parties, then God can't help you in those areas because you're disobeying God's word. You're going to parties, you're drinking until you get drunk or have hangovers, and then you're feeling the effects of it the next day, of course. And then if you continue to make bad decisions and continue to eat sugar, then you're just putting a lot of fat and a lot of bad your your health is going to be very bad and you're putting a lot of diseases and a lot of preservatives a lot of chemicals in your body that God did not make that God did not cuz eating sugar being fat is not God's will for you
You made a choice to get fat. You made a choice to eat that sugar. You made a choice to put that whatever ingredients. That's why it's important. I read every ingredient I look at. I don't care how much time it takes. I don't care if others look at me wondering why I'm looking at ingredients. I don't really, I'm to the point in my life, I don't care what others think of me because I know my place in God. And when you get to that point, you're you're powerful and you, you won't um, allow others to affect you. You won't allow others' decisions to affect you because you know that you have a right standing with God. And once you get in that place, it's awesome. You won't have a care in the world what someone says against you. I don't have a care against my dad speaking negative words to me because um, he's done it my whole life for 24, 24 years. Let me see. 25 years. I'm 25. So probably since the day I was born, he probably spoke negative, negative words to my mom, to everybody he was around. And that that's the way he grew up. It's not, it's not him. He grew up that way. So, um, that's how he acted and that's how he treated others because he never knew, he never was shown love. He never was shown, um, you know, compassion and sympathy from his parents. So that's the way he acted and that's the way he, he treated me and my sisters, my sister, I only have one sister. And so if you're around somebody that's difficult to be around, then go to the Word of God. Read, read. That's why it's important. Read your Bible every day. Look up prayers for prayers about. And there's also a really good book um, about how to deal with difficult people by Drenda Kesey. And this is an amazing book. Go to her. Just look it up. Drent book how to deal with difficult people by Drenda. And Kesey is K E E S E E. And I'm sure I maybe said it wrong, but it's an awesome book and it tells you how to deal with difficult people, how to stay away from them. So let me go back on to making bad decisions. If you continue to drink, if you continue to eat sugar, then you are constantly allowing diseases on you. And you're then you're thinking, okay, God, if you get so bad that you're diseases, whatever kind of disease you have, and it gets so bad that you're in the in the hospital, then you're wondering, why, God, did I end up here? Well, God did not put you there in the first place. What got you in the hospital? Well, did you eat sugar? That's what got you in the hospital. God did not tell you to eat sugar. God did not make sugar. He did make natural sugar from fruit and honey and flour, stuff like that. But he didn't tell you to eat that sugar. The table sugar, the white granulated sugar, that's bad for you. He did not tell you to eat that. God didn't tell you to eat that and get, and God didn't put that disease on you. So if you're wondering why, you know, you're stuck at home, if you have no car, if you have no job because of coronavirus, well, there's different ways you can make money. God is putting tests on you. God does test our faith, and you need to look that up, different links, and listen to preachers. Why does God test our faith? Why does the enemy test our faith? The enemy, the devil, why does the devil test our faith? 
Some tribulations and chastisement is from God, but most of it, if you make decisions that are bad for your health, bad for your wealth, bad for your money, bad for other people in your life and your family, then God can't help you unless you pray biblical scriptures over your life, unless you look up and ask others for prayer. But then that's a if that's a bad thing. If you ask people for prayer content constantly, knowing that God has given you a Bible and you can pray your own prayers, and then you continue to do the same old thing, like eat sugar and um, not take care of your health, not exercise, continue to drink, continue to do drugs, and be addicted to it, then God will allow the devil certain tests and trials to come on you because you put that, because you allowed the consequences, the bad consequences, the decisions, and the negative thoughts to come come upon you. So if you think negative and you, you think fearful thoughts like, oh, I'm never going to get a job. This coronavirus has ruined everything. I'm never going to find um, the right job for me. I'm not going to get the right job. Well, where does that come from? Fear comes from the devil. Fear is not come from God. Faith comes from God. So maybe instead of thinking those thoughts, you need to it doesn't help to get a therapist. Like, I listen to Dr. Caroline Leaf. She's a doctor. She's a therapist. She helps people every day. Maybe you need to listen to those people. You need to listen to preachers. You need to listen to... And, you know, sometimes people... God will speak through your family members or your friends. Or while you're reading the Bible, meditating on it, God will even speak to you then. And he might tell you something. If you need to do it, you need to do it. Because if you don't do it, he's not going to bless you. He's not going to give you what you desire. He's not going to give you the desires of your heart. He's not going to help you in your areas that you are struggling in. So, just because you ask for something in life doesn't mean you're going to get it. Your thoughts, your actions, and your words have to line up with God's word, not your own decisions. So, who's in control of your life? Is it you, or is it God, or are you allowing Satan to have control in certain areas? And just like on that that guy graduating October 1999, and he asked for his dad, you know, he gave him something that would help him, but he, uh, he was thinking that, he was thinking that, oh, he gave me a Bible, he didn't give me what I wanted, well, when he opened the Bible, he found that, that car key in it, that, that car he had desired that he wanted in the showroom, so, just because you're going through struggles doesn't mean you're always going to be going through struggles. Follow motivational people, look up motivational messages, and see how they went through life and see how they got through life. Okay, that's it for now. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really love helping people learn and grow and expand their mind. Have a good day.